Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Anime Summit Newscast. It's your favorite cast. You like it better than the regular podcast because you just like to listen to, to Sam. And I'm Sam. And I'm awesome. Uh, shout out to Sam. Myself. Shout out to me. Thank you. Just kidding. Welcome back to Anime Summit Newscast. Um, it is April 12th. Um, a couple things I want to talk about real quick before I like get into the news. I just like going over like other newscasts and stuff and other like news notes I've made and stuff. I noticed that a lot of the time I put in like, oh, this anime has a live action movie now or this anime has a stage play and oh, there's this new attraction in Japan. Like this restaurant has Gundam models lined at the bar in, the, in a case or whatever. That stuff is kind of like, it's cool, but I don't think it's really worth mentioning. So, because I was going through news today and making my thing today. Well, I make it throughout the week and then I, I give, I, you know, get the rest of it on the day of. And I don't know. It just like, it, it's cool, right? But it's just kind of like, okay, we're never going to go. Like, pe- like if I mention a stage play, you know, no one's going to be like, oh, sweet. I better hop on Japan that weekend and go. You know what I mean? Like, so I think if it's a really cool anime or something really awesome, you know, then maybe I'll talk about it. Like, or if it's a, if it's a live action anime worth, you know, mentioning that I'll mention it. But like, it's a dude, those, those people in Japan make, they make a live action anime out of, they make a live action movie out of an anime, out of every damn anime that comes out every season. Like at least one show a season has gotten a live action movie in the past, you know, however many five years, you know what I mean? Like Attack on Titan. I last newscast I talked about Kaguya-sama getting one, and I don't know. It's just dumb. It, it, I I think it's not worth mentioning unless it's like, you know, something really cool. Um, I do have one that I'm mentioning today, but that's because it's like a sequel, and those movies were actually dope. But like, you know, uh, just I'm gonna try and not mention them some more, and like attractions and things like that that are in Japan only. I'm not going to mention so much anymore just because it's, uh, you know, it's not like we're going to hop on a plane, you know, whenever the date of opening is or whatever. So anyway, I just wanted to say that just to get get all that extra gush out of there. So uh, let's start off. OK, let's get into it. OK, um, first of all, this episode is just uh, dedicated to uh, Wawaka. Uh, if you don't know who Wawaka is, he is uh, a Vocaloid producer vocalist guitarist for uh hitori uh he died of acute heart failure uh just uh about seven days ago he was 31 years old uh prior to joining hitori in 2011 he was a vocaloid producer uh, creating original work and covering songs uh he debuted with in the gray zone in may 2009 um it's accumulated over 45,000 views on youtube um niko niko doga uh unhappy refrain these are all songs that have been in uh, you know, uh, Hatsune Miku games. He wrote the lyrics for the third ending of uh, Madoka Magica. Um, he's done a lot of stuff. So he, he's really cool. He was a really young guy. He's very popular vocal and producer, very popular musician. Uh, shout out to Wawaka. Uh, okay, let's get into it. So this newscast, I'll tell you what, though, is <laughs> it's like there's a lot of anime stuff, but there's also just other non-nerdy anime stuff, and I got a big piece at the end. That is also non-nerdy anime stuff. And if you guys don't like that, let me know. I kind of just figure because it's a newscast, you know what I mean? And although 
you know, we're an anime network or whatever, we, we do reference a lot of other nerdy entertainment culture, and I do a lot of it on the newscast as well. This episode seems to have a little bit more than normal. So if you don't like that, let me know. Tell me. And I'll, you know, try and cut that out too. But anyway, let's get into it, shall we? I'm going to save. I'm going to put that towards the end. There we go. Um, so I have an update on the tax evasion from the uh, ufotable or UFO table. I don't know how you pronounce that studio. You Ufotable. There we go. Ufotable. Uh, on my newscast, I had said that they um, were charged with tax evasion it turns out that the amount was 400 million yen uh which i think is like uh i don't god it doesn't say here 400 million yen someone do the math for me i'm pretty sure it's like in the hundreds of hundreds of thousands of dollars um but um yeah that's bad that's really bad man (laughs) that's not that is uh that's not good that's uh that's uh bad news bears um so i don't know what that means i don't know what what's gonna happen with the future of ufotable you know they're probably just gonna i mean they're probably definitely gonna fall behind i don't know if that means they're gonna close for real or maybe they are gonna close and they're gonna splinter off into different studios and we'll see other stuff by smaller new newer smaller studios so we'll see um, so this next thing, I also don't want to mention these as much anymore, especially if they're only in Japan, but the reason I'm mentioning it is because it's a popular anime and it actually is getting an English and Korean and Chinese, uh, traditional support, but Review Starlight's coming out with a smartphone game. It's going to be an RPG mobile cell phone game, Review Starlight. So, uh, you know, Banana Chan, best girl. If you want to take part of that, I'm sure it's going to be sick. Um, that will... It was announced on April 2nd, and I think it'll come out uh, sometime in October. Oh, it says right here. Uh, October. So probably end of this year. It seems like it says something like fall, October. The next piece of news is some funny new, funny merch news. You can take a bath in official Evangelion LCL. Nothing gets you quite as refreshed and relaxed as returning to the mother's womb. Uh, but if you go to the Evangelion store... They thought it would be funny if you could take a bath in LCL. So what it is is bath salts, and it's a, it's like a reddish, orangish bath salt, and you put it in your bath, and it turns your bath into, like, the orangey LCL color. Uh, a 12-pack retails at 4,500 yen. So it's, like, I don't know, 46 bucks, something like that, 47 bucks, 40-some dollars. Will ship in mid-June. So there you go. If you want to... You know, take a bath in LCL. <laughs> you can do that now. That's awesome. There you go. It, don't try and breathe in it, though, because I'm pretty sure that's not how it works. Um, Vemitsu Awards Honor uh, Award to Super Smash Brothers Ultimate and Monster Hunter World. F- fucking dope. Um, the finalists were Octopath Traveler, God of War, Judgment, Detroit Become Human, Dragon Quest Builders, Fate Grand Order, Fortnite, Pokemon Let's Go, uh, Spider-Man, the PS4 one, Monster Hunter World, Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, Masahiro Sakurai uh, got the MVP award. Best character was Kirby. Game of the year was Super Smash Brothers and Monster Hunter World. And uh, let's see, what else here? Oh, best game music was Octopath Traveler. I really want to play that game. I just really need a Switch. My birthday is coming in about three months, so if you want to get me a Switch, you know, you totally could. Um, Detective Pikachu film Japanese dubs Ryoma Takeuchi gets on-screen cameo. So the guy 
<laughs> the guy who dubs, who does the Japanese dub for the main character in the movie is in the movie. <laughs> That's like, which is super sick. That's like super cool. Uh, Tim Goodman, the guy, the kid who walks around with uh, Ryan Reynolds' Pikachu, he gets an on-screen cameo and he'll he's gonna be playing a Pokemon trainer and making his Hollywood debut in that manner. So that's pretty cool. Little Easter eggs like that are, are fucking cool. I like that. So, the, okay, so this is another attraction Japan thing, but the only reason I bring it up is because it, they, it seems like there might be something for it to come to America. So Universal Studios in Singapore, they are adding a theme park, a section to their theme park called Super Nintendo World, and that's going to be in 2020. And then a subsidiary of Universal Illumination, a subsidiary of Universal Pictures, is planning an animated film, a dad adaptation of Nintendo's Super Mario Brothers game franchise. Both Nintendo and Universal Pictures are funding the project, and Universal Pictures will distribute the film worldwide. You know what? If that's a 3D animated thing, then I'm down to clown, and that's what it sounds like, to be honest with you. I don't think it sounds like a live-action thing. Um, but the reason I bring that up, right, is because, like, that might come to America, you know what I mean? So that's, like, other than it being an attraction in a different country. But that sounds dope. Super Nintendo World. Lupin the Third, Mine Fujiko no Uso film reveals more cast, story, and video. This movie is called Lupin the Third, Fujiko Mine's Lie. And the only reason I bring it up is not because, like, of the cast reveal. Or I don't know who those people are. Um, I think, uh, oh, Mamoru Miyano. I know who Mamoru Miyano is. He plays the villain. There we go. That's dope. Uh, Tomei Hanba. I know Tomei Hanba as well. Okay, never mind. Sorry about that. I was like, oh, I don't know these people, but I do, I do know them. Um, Mamoru Miyano is awesome. He's playing the villain, uh, Binkum. Um, but yeah, this movie is called Fujiko Mine's Lie, and I believe it's by, oh, Telecom Animation Film. There we go. That's pretty exciting. That's pretty exciting stuff. Uh, speaking of movies, we got a new trailer from U2 Strikes Back. So action, an actual trailer, not a teaser. It is the CG animated remake of Pokemon, the first movie, which has a lot of people divided. It has a lot of Pokemon fans divided. It's kind of like, why do we need this? And then other people who also love the first movie are like, well, this is awesome. Why not? You know, who cares? Why not? There's people who's always saying they're arguing like, oh, it's just a cash grab. And it's like, they can have my money because it looks awesome, you know, um, which I totally get. I mean, I understand that that mentality, like, oh, you know, cash grabs are stupid. But at the same time, you'd want to throw your money at something fucking cool, right? I don't know. That's just me. But um, let's see. Let's get into some streaming news, shall we? Kill a Kill is going to leave Netflix next, next month. So in May, Kill a Kill will no longer be on it. There's more reason to just leave Netflix. I feel like I'm talking shit about Netflix every goddamn newscast I do which is really funny because uh later I'm gonna be talking about another reason why I might cancel butt flicks that's what it's called it's called butt flicks because it's a bunch of butts they, you know they're going up in prices and it's gonna be a bunch of bunch of hooey so Funimation releases entire series of Samurai Champloo on YouTube you that means if you haven't seen it you don't have an excuse now like, if you don't have Crunchyroll, which I don't even know if it's on Crunchyroll, I think it is, but if you don't have Crunchyroll, or you don't have, you know, whatever else fucking shit it's on, you can literally go to Funimation's YouTube channel and just watch the whole thing. It, you have no excuse. 
Um, I believe it's the dub, obviously, because it's Funimation. But you have no excuse now. Now you have to watch Samurai Champloo. It's on YouTube. It's not like you have to have YouTube Red. It's literally just they literally just uploaded the whole thing on regular good old YouTube. I say good old YouTube like it's good. Um, All Might coming to Jump Force roster in May. So more DLC was announced, and the first character for that pack was All Might, which I believe is the second uh, pack or character pack for that. So uh, here's some more movie trailer hype. Nino Kuni first movie trailer is out. The movie won't be produced by Studio Ghibli itself, but will be directed by Miyazaki and Takahata's ex-collaborator Yoshiyuki Momose. And the music will be from Joe Hisaishi. Um, if you've seen our, or not seen, but heard our Ghibli series, you know fucking Joe Hisaishi is the shit with music. He's just really talented, really super amazing, talented music producer. Super awesome. Um, if you've never played Nino Kuni, the first one I think was on PS... I think that, well... There's two of them, right? I don't know if the second... Was the second one on PS4? I think the second one was on PS4. The first one was on PS3. And it was an RPG game. A really amazing RPG, Japanese RPG game. Story-driven. And the artwork and animation is and, and the character design and the design of the game is done by Studio Ghibli. Super dope. Um, speaking of movie hype, this is the live-action thing I was talking about. Two new Rurouni Kenshin movies with the same actor announced. The, the actor who played Kenshin, the the first three that they made. So, like, the reason why I bring this up is because those movies are actually fucking awesome. And even some of the first movie has, like, some of, like, the Samurai X, like, like the Trust and Betrayal. Like, they even has some scenes in there from that. So, like, it's super cool. Um, th- those movies are really dope. They, they filmed the first one with the intent of it being a trilogy, and then they, fil- I, I think they filmed the second, the first and second one back to back because it, both of those were like kind of dealt with the Kyoto arc and Makoto Shishio and all that. And the first one, it was kind of just like an introduction, and he fought like Kanryu Takeda and, and the Shinsengumi all that. So like, it, it's dope. I mean, we were all, I think we were all kind of hoping, like at least me and my friends, definitely, we were all kind of hoping they would do more Roni Kenshin movies, um, because the enemies. Obviously, Makoto Shishio was, like, one of the biggest enemies he fought in that show. Um, but there was so much they cut out just to have Makoto Shishio in, in those movies. I don't know if these movies are going to be, like, prequels or they're going to take place in between, whatever. They didn't really say. I know some people had been speculating, oh, one of them is probably going to be a prequel. And then the other one's probably going to be, like, the ending, which is, like, Reflections, Samurai X Reflections. Or Rurouni Kenshin Reflections. That would be cool. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing that, maybe. But I, those movies are really good. They're actually, like, really sweet. Like, they're not just some, like, run-of-the-mill, like, the other 50 million live-action adaptations they've done. Um, they're actually really sick movies. And if you're really into Roni Kenshin, I highly recommend watching them. Um, trailer for Children of the Sea by Studio 4C. This movie, dude, I... So, shout-out to Sen for posting this. Also, shout-out to Zayla for the Nino Kuni trailer, also. But yeah, shout out to Zen for posting the trailer of this movie called Children of the Sea, which I have no, I I had no idea it was a thing. But holy crap, I don't know what it's about, but it looks amazing. Like it looks fucking dope. The art style is kind of unique. The animation is crazy. Um, it man, holy crap! You should just watch the trailer. Just YouTube search Children of the Sea. It looks super dope. Um, Darling in the Franks and Garen Lagan crossover movie was announced. They haven't really said what it's going to be about or how it's going to work. 
I, I, it was funny because a lot of people were making like speculations of, oh, but I thought you know Zero Two and Hero did this and whatever and blah blah. blah. And it's like, dude, it's a crossover movie. There's never any, there's never any like real rhyme or reason for crossovers. You know what I mean? Like, do you guys remember the game on Wii? Well, it was arcade first, but then they ported it to Wii for America. It was Capcom versus Tatsunoko. You had fucking Ryu fighting Gotcha Man. Okay, like, <laughs> like, it, there's like no rhyme or reason to, to like sometimes some of these crossovers. I, I don't think there's gonna be any really rhyme or reason to this. It's not gonna be canon, obviously, but you know, you never know. You never know. But that's pretty cool. You know, uh, I'm excited for that. Madhouse production assistant hospitalized for overwork demands compensation for unpaid overtime. Oh, that's a that's a big yikes. That's a huge yikes, man. That is just ooh. That's that's scary. I you know, and I don't know how those kind of laws work in Japan. Um I know for me um when I worked at Michael's craft store, I hurt myself lifting uh too many like these these big I used to work in the frame I was a framer so like I had to put these huge 24 by 36 frames away or they were 28 by 22 but they were like these thick wood frames and I was putting away four of them at one time um I don't remember why that was but they were not in the right spot so I was putting them away I lifted them all at once for some dumb reason hurt my shoulder um even though that was my fault they still had to like write a report for it and I still had to get workman's comp and all this stuff it was dumb uh, all I know is that it was a huge hassle. I don't know how that works in Japan. I don't think they have workman's comp in Japan. Uh, but like that is scary. I mean, I, we're we're hearing more and more about animators overworking themselves. Um, you know the the Masahiro Sakurai doing an IV drip as he's working on Smash Brothers stuff. Like that is just that's not right. That's nuts. It's not human. It's not humane. It's that's not right. Um, the the standard for you know human longevity in the workforce needs to change. Like I'll just say that right now. It's just not good. Um, that's scary. So we're gonna get into some uh non anime stuff, and then I got kind of an update big piece at the end. Um, before we get into that, though, we're going to take a quick break. Um, so today, the trailer for Star Wars Episode Nine came out. It's more of a... I've, I think it's a, a, a full trailer. Is that People are calling it a teaser, but you know teasers. Teasers are really short, really quick imagery. This is like a straight-up trailer. Uh, this will lead me to my next piece, too. But yeah, Episode Nine is titled The Rise of Skywalker. And J.J. Abrams is on to direct. Uh, the trailer is super dope. Obviously, the last film was kind of a weird movie. It wasn't very good. It wasn't written very well. Random shit happened in it. Goofy shit happened in it. Uh, Ryan Johnson kind of, I don't know, I think he tried to step outside of his, you know, step outside of the universe a little too much and made a bunch of random shit happen. It was kind of goofy. Um, but this movie that looks fucking dope. It, it looks like what I want to see. Um, and there, they were saying at the, at the panel, uh, Ian McDermott was at the panel and they were like, why is Ian McDermott here at this panel? And at the very end of the trailer, it goes black and you hear Palpatine's laugh and JJ Abrams confirmed earlier today 
about literally just like a couple hours ago, he said, yes, that is Emperor Palpatine. Like, that is him. So, woo! That is fucking crazy. That is so, so crazy. I'm so excited for Episode Nine. I love Star Wars, as I'm sure many people do. But yeah, we had a big discussion on Discord about it today. And then even just a couple of days ago, we had a big discussion about The Last Jedi in another server I'm a part of. Shout out to Mac. But, like, um, yeah, no, it was, it, was, it was great. It was crazy. So this leads me to my next thing. So at this panel, the D23, Walt Disney Company's 2019 Investor Day, um, where they announced a bunch of stuff. So the big thing about this, these are my two big pieces, okay? We're getting into it. The big thing about this announcement or this Investor Day that they had today was to show and showcase Disney Plus, which we have all been talking about for a while. It, it will launch in the U.S. November 12th, 2019. So this uh, th- th- this coming uh, year, at the end of the year, uh, towards the holidays, which is perfect. It's going to be $7 a month, $6.99 a month, basically the original price of Netflix. And they've already announced that it's going to have different sections for all their properties. So... Uh, the app itself will have a Disney section, a Pixar section, a Marvel section, a Star Wars section, a National Geographic section, and whatever other entities they whatever they own. You know what I mean? So, like, there's also um, going to be Fox stuff now that, you know, that merger happened. Um, but the big things that they announced that people were excited for were the Disney Plus exclusive stuff. So, like, Netflix originals. Hulu originals. This is going to be the Disney Plus original stuff. One show they announced was The Mandalorian. Now, I don't know if that's about Boba the fucking Fett or if it's about Django the Fett. I would hope it's about Boba. Uh, I doubt it would be about Django, to be honest. So I don't know why I fucking said that. But um, it's called The Mandalorian. And the the picture that they showed on the mock-up they had was it looks like Boba Fett's outfit, like the helmet and everything and the rifle in the back. Um, But the colors, it's not the same colors. It's almost kind of gray, steel-looking. But um, Captain Marvel will be available. You can watch all the Star Wars movies, all the Marvel Cinematic movies, Zootopia, Snow White. They also announced new original series that take place in the MCU. So after Avengers Endgame, this is probably the stuff that's going to keep going alongside the other few movies that are coming in phase four which is like spider-man far from home guardians of the galaxy volume three i think a black widow movie and some others but they announced the falcon and the winter soldier um which is anthony mackie and sebastian sand reprising their roles in this new live action series uh wandavision which is the wanda which is wanda and the vision uh wanda maximoff and the vision and marvel's what if which is a new animated series based on the comics of the same name so probably like you're probably going to see things like Marvel Zombies, the Deadpool stuff where he everyone became Deadpool. They're saying that they're thinking about uh, putting Frozen 2, like, after it's done in theaters, they're going to just put it on D23, or D, not D23, but Disney+, Plus, like, right after. Um, National Geographic, The World According to Jeff Goldblum, he's going to be narrating astonishing stuff about the world, anything on Disney Channel, Disney Television Animation, Decoms, bunch of stuff for seven dollars. Seven dollars. So, more and more reason, like I said earlier in this newscast, more and more reason to take a poop on Netflix, wrap it up in a diaper, throw it out your house because it's just man, 
I'm just, I'm telling you. Okay, so here's the big piece I got, okay? Now, do you remember, not last newscast, but the newscast probably two weeks ago? Probably two or three weeks ago. I'll say it was either two or three weeks ago. So, uh, end of March, beginning of April. I, I announced, or not, I didn't announce it, my bad. I didn't announce it, but I said that Sunrise, or Studio Zebek was sold to Sunrise, and was sold to, and it became a new Sunrise entity, which is crazy because this just happened. Studio Zebek decided to merge with Production IG. So Studio Zebek, the Tokyo-based anime production company, um, Martian Successor and Dusko, Fafnir the Blue Sky, Tula Rue, um, they're going to be broken up completely. They're bought. They're, they're just like not not. It's not going to be one of those situations where. Nintendo buys Sega and Sega still makes games. It's one of those situations where they were bought and merged with. So its core animation business was sold to Sunrise. And that's what I announced a couple weeks ago. But now, according to a press release published by the parent company IG Port, Zabek will cease to exist as a business entity on May 31st. So next month, end of next month. Zabek's post-production teams, which were not part of the sale to Sunrise will be broken up and consolidated into several IG port companies, but production IG will inherit the company's assets. Copyright of Zebex passwords will revert to the IG port group as a whole. Uh, Zebex Zwei, or Zwei, the company's Narima-based studio, which is responsible for photography and compositing of Sokino Fafnir the Beyond, was transferred to the ownership of production IG and renamed IG Zwei in December. Industry insiders have also reported that half of Zebek's original staff have moved to Tatsunoko production. So, what does that mean? What do you tell Sam? What are you telling me? I'm gonna be honest with you. I'll be honest with you right now. I'll be straight up. Me and you talking right now, one on one, or one on fifty of you. I don't know fucking know how many of you listen to this newscast. I don't fucking know. I don't know. What I'm hoping will happen is IG's way will be kind of like its own thing and they'll produce more awesome stuff i mean i've wanted to it's it's a merge right so i mean i've wanted to see more stuff from studios epic for a, a, a while um a couple weeks ago when i talked about sunrise buying their core animation business i was excited for that because you know sunrise and zebek are both known for more sun more so sunrise than zebek we're both known for their you know big ro- attributions to mecha and big robot stuff that being said um, half of Zibek's original staff moving to Tatsunoko is also a good thing because Tatsunoko, as you know, they've done uh, Gotcha Man, um, Gold Lightan, Polymer, all those really classic, you know, Inf- Infinity, anything on Infinity Force, which is a Tatsunoko hero-based uh, crossover um, series. I Tatsunoko has not put out so much crazy stuff lately. They don't put as much stuff out as as you know. And Madhouse, you know, Production IG, Bones, uh, Dio Media, White Fox, those people, JC staff, those people have been putting out a lot of stuff. Tatsunoko, we probably see them probably once, one show a season or not even. I'm hoping that this means that other studios will get a piece of the pie of some great staff. And I'm hoping that means we get to see more stuff from what was based in Studio Zebek, which is, I mean... They've been a company for 24 years, you know. I mean, I don't know what the longevity of a anim- of animation studio is, like what the average is or nothing. All I know is that 24 years is a long time, and I, I would hope that this is a good thing. 
obviously it's always scary when like you start seeing things that are like becoming a monopoly. Like in the past, I know Nick has said, you know, fuck Disney because they're just buying up everything. And it's just funny because I just talked about how Disney plus is going to be really cool and all that. But I mean, monopolies are scary. Like you don't want one, you don't want one ring to rule them all. You never want that. That's never a good thing. Production IG is pretty huge, but studio Zebek, as we both know, was also kind of dwindling a little bit. I mean, they weren't really doing much either. You know, we were seeing probably one show every one or two shows every couple of seasons from them. And I think in this case, it's a good thing. So we can start seeing more other stuff uh, coming through in coming seasons. So let me know what you think. You know, I'm always interested. It's always interesting to talk about this stuff, to talk about the the rise and fall of of new and old studios and things like that, because it, it, it changes how we might see anime you know we might see better stuff coming coming forward um you know i really enjoyed winter season i did really enjoy winter season there's there's a couple shows that i'm watching from winter season going into spring um i'm getting hype about spring too though so maybe there's that there's there's been a lot of announcements of stuff happening in late 2019 and 2020 and 2021 so hopefully we're gonna start seeing some more crazier stuff you know maybe we'll see a reboot to nadesco which is I know is far off, right? And then maybe I'm just being a fangirl. But, like, you never know. You never know. You never know. So tell me what you think about that. Uh, Zebek merges with Production IG after 24 years. It's a pretty big thing. It could be crazy. It, it could be bad. I personally don't think it's as bad as it makes it kind of sound. I think this could be a good thing, especially with a studio that was kind of dwindling in, you know, the waters there for a little bit. So there you go. Anime Summit Newscast. Let me know what you think. Also, I got to give a quick shout out. If you, uh, Quoka, if you're not part of our Discord, Quoka put in announcements. He is part of this new channel called Lost in Korea on YouTube. If you go to YouTube and type in Lost in Korea, you'll probably find it. Um, the the first video that he posted, or well, I don't know if it's their first video, but he posted this video called "Wearing Clothes from Netflix Kingdom," uh, which is I think is a Net- Korean Netflix thing. Maybe I don't know. And all, all it was 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 two was uh, Quoka and his other friend his other friend from another European country putting on some old old school Korean garb, walking around Korea and uh, taking that experience in. Um, I don't know if he's part of that channel or he started or what. He hasn't really said much, but um, you know to produce content while he's in Korea that's super cool and uh, you know shout out shout out to professional white guy Quoka. So there you go. Go check that out. Uh, Links.AnimeSummit.net. You can find everything right there. And um, you can also go to Amazon.com and uh, type in Anime Summit t-shirts and buy a shirt. If you buy a shirt, I will send you a gift. To the end of, I'm doing that to the end of May. So if you buy a shirt from now and anytime within May and you take a selfie and send it to me or post it, I will send you a gift. Just ran, I got I got anime posters. I got wall scrolls. I got a couple little tiny little figures that you can have keychains. I got a bunch of stuff. So there's a couple people who already got their gifts or who I already sent out their gifts. So hopefully they get them. And uh, a couple more people on Discord who I'm sending gifts to as well. So uh, do that, okay? So let me know. Uh, That being said, I've been Sam, and this has been the Anime Summit Newscast.